this is not good. I'm, I'm, <laughs> well, going, it, I'm going on it, a bad I know, path. But it makes sense why you only have one guest on here. It's because I have one working hand. I'm disabled. It's time for the Garage Boozing Podcast. What's up, nerds? Welcome back to another episode of the Garage Boozing Podcast. I'm your host, the man with absolutely no plan, Chase with the face for radio, Chase Sherga. Today I'm joined by a very special guest, Seth Cooper. And this is the first time in Garage Boozing history that we have one guest instead of two, um, just because I was so interested to hear Seth's story. But without further ado, you know the drill. It's time to sit back, relax, crack open a cold one, kick your feet up, and if you're feeling fruity, take a shot, because why not? Because today's episode of the Garage Boozing Podcast starts now. Love it. Best sound on the market. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Garage Boozing Podcast. Today I am... Wow, I'm starting my words already. I'm lit. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> How can I do words to chase after this? This is not good. Today I'm joined by a very special... Well, usually I say two very special guests, but this is the first time we've had one guest on the show. This is not good. I'm, I'm, well, going, it, I'm going on it, a bad I know, path. But it makes sense why you only have one guest on here. It's because I have one working hand. I'm disabled. Well. <laughs> Am I allowed to laugh at that? Yeah. Is, is that okay? You're fine. You're fine. Are you okay? Because yeah. like, that was funny. And like I'm like... So I have permission to laugh at that. Yeah. It's okay. He made the joke, right? I'm that retarded. Was... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is going to be the most controversial episode yet. I'm telling you, <laughs> you're going to oh. start. You're going to start this over, right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Garage Boozing Podcast. Today, I'm joined by one very special guest. Today, we have Seth Cooper in the house. Seth, please say hello, Mr. Sherga. How are you doing, Call me sir? Chase. Mr. Sherga is my father. Actually, so. Mr. Mr. Sherga is my grandfather. We call Ray Rod my father. So I'm I'm Chase Chaz. What's going on, Chase? Hey, Seth, I'm I'm glad to have you here, buddy. I am pleased to be on the Garage Boozing Podcast. Am I actually your first guest that has podcasting experience? Actually, yes. How much podcasting experience do you have? Let's see. From when I Carry was the 12 four. to now. So I'm You've been podcasting since 12? Yeah. Get the 12. fuck out of here, really? Yes. Uh, actually, sixth, that's not one of my questions. Sixth just... and the seventh grade I started. So yeah. Podcasts uh, weren't even a thing then. No, but radio was. Yeah, so, and I have a face for radio, so I feel you there. Walked into uh, walked into the the radio station at a young WCKM. 12. Yeah, ninety eight point five and WCQL. At Dan Miner, what's up? Regional radio group. So that's it. That's how I. That's how I got my start. All right, so now I'm going to ask this question that I asked you earlier. You couldn't answer it, so I'm going to have to be the one that answers it. Seth, do you remember how we met? I said that we met at the treasure chest of WCKM, but that's not true. You said no, so I love that was after we met. I'd love to. It was 2014, if I remember correctly. The very close. I was uh, okay. So I remember. I'll give you a hint. Okay, you were wearing a Daniel Bryan shirt. Yes, yes, yes. Was it at? Was it either at hockey or was it at a wrestling event? Nope, neither. Oh my lord! My yes, yes, yes shirt's probably a kid's XL. I at this came up point. to you and started talking to you, and then after I did that, you came in and talked to me a couple times, and then I saw you at the treasure chest. Oh man! 
Hannaford. Really? I worked at Hannaford in the produce department. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Right. He's that's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Yes, I worked at the. I worked at the many uh, moons ago. Many moons. Like. That was like, oh my god, what eight, nine years ago? And then the best part is, I think I would go to Hannaford with my mother just to talk to you. Mm. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, yes, because you came in one time with the Daniel Bryan shirt. It said yes, yeah. yes, yes. So I'm like, oh, you like wrestling? And then we started talking for a couple times, and then a couple days later, you come in, and then. Hey mom, we gotta go pick up some bananas. No, I really want to go talk to Chase. But yeah, let's go get it some. It was bananas. uh yeah, because it was 2014. Because I had the yes, yes, yes. I had the Fandango cutoff. Yup. And the shield cutoff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. My next question. This is like an interview because I just want to know all about Seth right now. All right, so Seth, is, would you call your career sports broadcasting? Is that is that the the realm we would take? Is realm right? Yeah, realm. That's a word, right? Is that the realm we would take? Is that the word? Realm? Yeah. Realm. Yeah, is that yeah. the realm we would take? Sports broadcasting or like? So I majored in sports broadcasting at Full Sail University in Orlando, Florida. I'm so jealous of that. My mom used to live in Winter Park. It's actually that's where I that's Park. where I lived. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was gonna be the. I, I wanted to go to that college because I was a big like big on YouTube video editing and stuff. like Yeah, that. so I'm, I'm jealous of you going there. I went to that school and um, that was a fun time. I mean, I spent two years there. I was a uh, because the way that the school is structured... It's a film and radio school, right? Is what it is. Not necessarily film and radio, because it's got art design. You can go for uh, film. You can go for audio. You can go for broadcasting. You can go for, if you're going to go behind the scenes, producing, things like that. So it's a it's a school for the media arts. Dude, if, I wanted to go there so bad. If that makes sense. So, no, I get that, because yeah. I, I went to college for media arts. I didn't graduate, but I did go for media arts. See, back when I wanted to go to Full Sail, though, it was literally just like a movie and film school. It wasn't like... They didn't have the, like... And any no no relation to WWE back then. No, so... Did you go there, like, having the plan to intern for WWE? No, Which, not- this is a former WWE intern, by the way, which we are leading into that, which makes me so excited. I want to hear all these stories. So, continue. So, you went there thinking what? Um, so I went there thinking, hey, I'm going to pursue of sports broadcasting and see what other opportunities were there. But at the time, you knew that that when the time you went there, WWE and Fulsa had that relationship, right? Yeah. So they okay. had their, I think, don't quote me on this, but I think 2011 was when the wheels started turning for the partnership with Full Sail. Might have been towards the end of 2010. That's a well-oiled wheel now, by the way. Very, 2012 very well. is when they started doing NXT tapings. Now they're live at Full Sail on the USA Network. Crazy. And I didn't go in with the intention at all of interning for WWE. Now You were a wrestling fan before that, though, correct? Yeah, so I've been a wrestling fan ever since I was like six or seven. Might have been six, I believe. And I had no intention of even going for WWE or anything like that. Granted, the NXT tapings were there, and they're free for full sale students. Really? Oh, so you could go to the shows for free? Okay, I didn't know that. That's cool. uh, they're first come, first serve basis. A day before the show, you can only get two tickets per student. But how did you like? How did, how did you go from just like going to school there to like interning for WWE? So my program director uh, at Full Sail University. This is so fucking. It cool goes. To me. Dan Patrick, Gus Ramsey. Wait, so, not not Dan Patrick. Is in the Dan Patrick show? Yeah. So Dan, that pa- Dan Patrick, that Dan Patrick. Really? It's the Dan. Oh, I didn't know that. It's technically the Dan Patrick School of Sports Broadcasting. So it's, it goes Dan Patrick and then Gus Ramsey. So Gus Ramsey is my program director. So in November of 2018, uh, we got an email saying, "Hey, WWE is interested in starting." Are you gonna drink more of that? Oh yeah. Uh, WWE has an interest uh, in doing potential interns 
at the WWE Performance Center, which they've never done before, and you could be a part of the first inaugural class. So this was inaugural. In, that's a big word. Don't put that on the list. This was in November. And I was like, he was like, if you're interested, you obviously had to have uh, standing within your academics and GPA. And you were and a nerd in school. I wouldn't say I was a nerd, but I, you I, tried, I tried my best. You got good grades. Yeah, I tried my best. Yeah, me and you, not in the same hand. Um, anyway. So I was like, all right, I'm interested. So then, Of course you were as a wrestling fan. Why would you November, not In November, uh, I applied to put my put my name in the hat basically of saying hey i'm interested and um i was like yeah so i didn't hear anything back from gus and then expecting to hear anything back no i wasn't expecting anything at all because i was like all right like i'll just throw my hat in here whatever so i said yes i'm interested and didn't give him any of the background that i was wrestling fan whatever so then you found out when so two months go by and before i get the call what's interesting is uh byron saxton and Tom Phillips, who were part of the now WWE Raw team, then yep. were on SmackDown Live. Correct. And they came to our school and said, this is what the program's all about. If you're interested, hey, please let us know again. So after the meeting was over, I shook both their hands, was saying, you know, I am I hope to hear from you guys soon. And this was before, like, I knew anything of the background, whatever. Yeah. So then I get an email from Gus Ramsey and he says, hey, you've been selected to potentially interview with WWE. So I was Done. like, wow, this is this is super cool. So I would have passed out. Uh, how had, did you not pass out? Why did you why did you not pass? Because I didn't. I honestly in that point, I was like, holy shit, I'm actually doing this. Like watching as a kid, I was always say like, I, I I'm going to be a part of the WWE one day. And I didn't actually like really believe it. Um, so that was when I really didn't freak out. And the, the best part of the story is coming. So I'd still be passed out at this point in the story. Uh, January that came and went. And then I had a meeting with, uh, Tom Phillips and Byron Saxon, and then two other people that are no longer with WWE. And I was like, okay, so Tom is a big hockey guy. Yeah. And my resume was all printed out, ready to go. And he was like, I see a lot of hockey on here, and he's a big Philly guy and everything with the Flyers, and he's a big Phillies fan because he's from Philadelphia. So we went through the normal process of different things, how I would fit in, and then they asked me, you know, do you like wrestling? Have you never watched our product? And WWE hires people and also has interns that have never watched WWE before, and they kind of culture you in they tell you to hire wrestlers that have never watched that before correct and i was like all right so and i had very i have very good memory i don't know why i do what i do so i was like photographic they were literally like like actually time out you don't have that good of memory because you can even tell me where we met well i hate to break this to you but maybe that wasn't on my mind at the time of our meeting he just said that my importance meant well i was honestly thinking about what what you're going to ask me for questions. That's and honestly, was... it's funny. This one story has knocked out like seven of my questions here. Cause you're telling it all. Yeah. I just, yeah. Keep it's going. It's better going. to tell the story. Yeah, go ahead. So, um, had the interview and not, not even, I think 48 hours. I was, you heard back that quick. So a funny thing about this whole thing was I was actually napping and, and I get a call for, and it says Stanford, Connecticut. And I was like, I know exactly. Kennedy. What's I was up? like, I know exactly who this is. This is WWE. And the lady picked up 
No, she, you picked up. The lady didn't pick up. Yeah, I picked up the phone, and the lady on the other line goes, Hi, uh, is this Seth? And I was like, yes, this is Seth. And she goes, just want to let you know um, you've been selected as the first inaugural class of the WWE Performance Center. Congratulations. And I was like, that was my, like, holy shit, I'm a part of WWE now. Yeah. I don't care what, what, I'm a part of WWE. I call my dad immediately after. Call my mom and call my dad. And I was like, I'm in the WWE. I am an intern with the WWE. I am at the Performance Center. And then uh, I signed before WrestleMania season in New York. So not this past WrestleMania, but last year's. So April 2019. To so you signed and then boom. Yeah, it was right into the Wolves and got to do a lot of cool shit. All right, so I'm going to ask you this question real quick. What's, what's the best experience you had with WWE? Or your favorite? Let's say favorite. Favorite experience. Probably... My best experiences were WrestleMania rehearsals or being able to work a house show for the SummerSlam Heatwave Tour in my hometown of Glens Falls, New York. That's so cool. The list goes on and on. And I got really close to Charles Robinson, who's a WWE referee, legend in the business. Um, I got to know Greg Hamilton pretty well and a lot of the production side of things and I was cool with a lot of the wrestlers backstage. Uh, Kofi, Dolph, uh, Matt Hardy. They didn't know you by name? No, they didn't know me by name. But I will tell you, one of the coolest things that ever came out of that experience was Sonya Deville, who's an amazing woman, was uh, she saw me. Figuratively and literally. And she goes, hi, how are you? And I go, good, how are you? And she goes, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I'm an intern at the Performance Center. I actually live here, but I go to college in Orlando. She goes, Hey, welcome to the WWE family. And then we talked for a bit here and there. And like for her to take the time to so cool, man. To talk to me and treat me as one of the boys or one of the guys backstage was like really cool to me and something I'll never forget. But I learned so much and I was so a part of the the WWE journey that I'm forever grateful for that. Bro, that's a piece of your life forever. That's so fucking cool. Um like I said, I'm forever grateful for my time. And my first day on the job, WWE, I made the WWE YouTube channel. And I made... You made the channel? And I made Pat McAfee's channel. So Pat McAfee's really cool, by the way. Badass. I do want to say, I think we need to have a Seth Cooper 2.0, which is going to happen. So you've literally heard probably, what, a fourth of your story at this point? This is unbelievable. Yeah. This was like an entry level to the whole the whole diagram. Signed an entry level deal to be on the Garage Boozing podcast. I fucking love it. Which is an honor, by the way. Thank I you. I appreciate Dude, honestly, like, that's I why cracked, I'm, I'm, I cracked in the top ten. Yeah, you did. And that's I, awesome. I was like, I got to have Seth in here. So, Seth, do you want to say anything before we go throw any plugs, anything like that, before we send off? Because we're getting there. I will say... Talk Hard with Seth Cooper is my first podcast. I just launched it. Episode number two, while we're recording this, hits Sunday, September 13th. I break down the matchups of the NFL for week one, my fantasy team, and I also interviewed Newsday beat writer Tim Healy of the New York Mets. So we talked all things New York guy baseball. Knows everybody. But I will say, so by the time you're hearing this, because this isn't going to launch until next Tuesday, so your stuff's already launched at this yep. point. So yeah. if you are listening to this, and you will be on my show. Love that. Go subscribe. Go listen. Share it on all your favorite social media. And let's fucking go. But I'm looking forward to having you on as a guest. 
I'm very excited to, to deep dive in with Chase Sherga. Do you want to plug your social media? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Seth underscore Coop. C-O-O-P. Some people spell it copper. Coop, like poop, but coop. Yep, exactly. Just replace the P with the C. <laughs> there we go. Thank that's you. it, right? Thanks for having me on, man. It was, uh, bro. Thanks for coming. It, it was awesome. Honestly, honestly I can't believe like how fast that conversation went. So, like, there needs to be a 2.0, 3.0. I don't give a fuck. I mean, sorry, Dad, for saying fuck. Fuck. But at this point, it's time for Words with Chase. 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 He sucks at words. It's time for Words with Chase. Ladies and gentlemen, I say ladies and gentlemen on every opening. Welcome back to another segment of Words with Chase. Mm. All right, but I, you know what I think is a good rule here? And I mean, you as the host of Words with Chase, I do want to clear this with you. So yep. originally we said I have five lifelines, use it in a sentence as a lifeline. Mm-hmm. But then we said, what did we say? If I do the calling lifeline, mm-hmm. that that's... One. One, right. Yeah, so then so you only get one of those. One of those. Yeah. And then four of the other use in a sentence? Three sentences now. Okay, so if I... Oh, I think I can use five use it in a sentence, but if I use my one calling lifeline, that takes up two. Fair? So then I'll have three sentences left. Basically the same thing you were saying, but if I don't use the calling lifeline, then you get I get two sentences. sentences. Yeah. All right. Word number one. Accommodate. Use it in a sentence. Lifeline. Number one. Making consumers accommodate to the realities of today's marketplace. It's almost like peeling them off the ceiling, bring them back to reality. Like they want something, but you have to make them realize the reality of a situation. I'm going to let you keep going. I think you're like close, but you're not. That's not it. Accommodate. You know what? To accommodate for somebody. Like to make them deal with it. Basically, you're, you're de- you got to deal with it. Am I taking a shot? Yeah. This is not fucking right. All right. What's the definition? So there's multiple here. I could have used it in the form of shot number one, um, that like a physical <gasps> space or like in a hotel. So provide lodging or sufficient space for. So the co- the cabins accommodate up to six people. Um, oh, okay. So that's one form of it. Word number two: allocate. Taking a shot. No, oh, wait. Use it in a sentence. I decided to allocate. All of my alcohol into the fridge. Okay, to place. You, you put all your, you moved your all your alcohol from the box to the fridge. Allocate. There's no other way that that could make sense. <laughs> Why else would it go in the fridge to make it cold? You moved it from the box to the fridge. Fifty percent, boys and girls. I use it in a very weird sentence, but um, yeah, distribute resources or duties for a particular purpose to so. make it cold in the fridge your boys here 50 percent. let's fucking go natty light seltzer sponsor me word number three non-plessed dick move i've already used two lifelines so might as well use a third i am always non-plessed by your inability to drink beer not impressed it's like you my inability to drink beer, you're uh, surprised? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Just so you guys watching at home, simple math here. We are 
66.666%. That's two out of three. Let's go. Two le- two lifelines left. He had no I chance can, without the ascendance. I can, exactly. No chance. I can use... Um, you use deductive reasoning. I'm I can use two lifelines for a call or to use it in a sentence. So let's see if I can do this. Word number four. Evaluate. Wow. If I don't get this, I'm going to be embarrassed. But like to evaluate is like to... Um, like if you're... E- you're evaluating something you're uh to put a number on it essentially like evaluate it'd be like to uh wow this is not good um to decide a numeral factor did i get that right let's go i'm sorry neighbors all right just so you know Uh, i am so on the wrong track at first i'm three for four which is 75 percent. i can't lose it's, and I didn't even tell him to use it in a sentence. It's unbelievable. He was you were so on the wrong track, and I gave you the option of just You're a good working host. it out. You're a good host. Great host. Wow. Word number five. Hypothesis. Oh, that's an easy English word from uh, middle school. Hypothesis is like the uh like when you had to do a hypothesis, it's like the uh almost like a plot kinda, but not really a plot. It's like basically it's like a quick set like a it's a small it's a small like take a shot. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Shot number two. Definition, please. Sorry, the leniency can only go so far. You were not close. Proposed explanation made on the basis of limited evidence as a starting point for further investigation. A.K.A. a smaller version of the plot. Not a plot. The plot of a story. Okay, so like the plot of a book is like a paragraph telling what it is. A hypothesis is like two sentences. It's not a plot. It's a summary. No. Shot no. number two. Still in the lead, by the way. Three for three for five. What's that math? Oh. So I created a hypothesis that you would blow a point two five right now after drinking five beers within an hour. To a point two five is like almost lethal. That's that, aggressive. That is not almost lethal. All right, fine. So three for five. What's that math? Math with Luke. No calculator. 60%. I didn't pull out a calculator. You think I need a calculator for three for five? Word number six. Monopoly. Not the game. Monopoly is like um, a company that owns everything in a certain uh, a certain genre. I'll say genre. I, I hope you take that lightly. Maybe not genre, but like a, cer- a certain like a certain business. So like WWE for the longest time, Monopoly. Because they own the wrestling world. For 20 years, and then other re- they bought out different wrestling companies. They were the biggest one, and then finally other wrestling companies came out and like started branching off. It's not a it's not a genre. I just I, I wish I could have another word for it. I'm sorry, I'm not really gifted in the vocabulary, but you know what I mean by saying that. It's a someone who owns. And an, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Not a genre, but a like a uh, controls a majority share of the market. Yes, thank you. Four for six. Let's go. Two life it's not up. even just a majority, the way, it's the exclusive it. possession yes. or control. Word number seven. Resolution. The answer to a problem. A resolution. If me and you were arguing, the resolution would be, I'm right, you're wrong. Depending on the situation. He's probably going to be wrong, mo- I mean, right most of the times. But like, a resolution is like, you solve the problem with a resolution. You can't tell me I'm wrong. No way I'm wrong. Absolutely not. Yeah, look it up, asshole. I know what it means. It's not It's or, not the answer. It's the way to fix it. The way to fix a problem is the resolution. You fix a problem with the resolution. Correct. Yes! <laughs> Let's 
I hope that picked it up on the mic. This is the first time ever I've gone like this. I'm going to, like, because, like, when you, like, I know you're not coming to a firm answer, but you are saying, like, sure, I don't need the, the incorrect we- thing. I don't need the Western. No, no, no. When you you say, get what I'm saying. When you say the answer, that's wrong. The answer is not. It's the action of solving a problem. Same fucking thing. No, it's not. The answer is the final thing that comes out you of better have the some action hard of solving your problem. Because your boy's already—he already said I got it, so you can't come back now. So lean. Now he's going to be so strict on the last three words, guaranteed. Unbelievable. He just wants my twenty bucks. No, I don't really care. But word number eight: liberate. I'm using my calling lifeline. <laughs> I'm using it. Oh, man, I wish I could just make. A like executive decision here just to say you absolutely don't get this word for having to use this lifeline. Ladies and gentlemen, the word is liberate, and he is using his calling lifeline. Oh man, I can't wait to leave. If they don't answer, you automatically lose. <laughs> you don't get one anymore. You have reached. Are you? Fucking kidding me! My brother literally said to me last week, "Why didn't you use me for your lifeline?" This is why. I'm sorry. This is such an easy word. Using a sentence, an asshole. I mean, actually, define it. To Sh- liberate wait. the slaves, I freed them. Oh, liberty! Oh my god! Liberty! Oh my! God. Shot number three. Word number nine. Speculation. Speculation is like kind of like a. I had a speculation that you were going to come home tonight, but you didn't. So it's like I, I had like a, uh, you're looking at me like I'm wrong. Educated guess. Thank you. Yeah, smirk me all you want. I don't want to let you use guess. I need you to like. A specula- I, I need a better synonym. Idea, speculation. Thank you. Come again. Six words right. You're telling me it's six words right, correct? He's got to give it to me. <laughs> sure, Chase. Now I'm six out of nine. This is make or break it. 69, sex. The oh, God. Forming of a theory or conjecture without firm as evidence. Right, so a theory, a.k.a. a guess. I don't want to let you, you use guess on one of the other words. You can't just use a But a theory is a guess. Synonym. A synonym for theory is a guess. I get the word. Six out of nine. This make it or break it, folks. This is unbelievable. Word number 10 flabbergasted shocked thank you Woo! <laughs> six out of ten sixty percent let's go seven out of ten you idiot oh shit <laughs> i'm glad i didn't say oh that. my god Woo! Oh, no. but at this point i think words with chase is over peace out bitches see you later thank you for joining us Whew. what an episode what a great story from seth i can't wait to have seth back on again and words with Chase, your boy was finally victorious. I can't believe it. Victory is mine. And as soon as I hang up the old microphone here, I'm probably going to do a victory lap around my entire neighborhood. But with all that being said, I say it every week and I'll say it again. Don't forget the number one way to support the brand is to buy some merch. And you can get your merch, your hats, your hoodies, your sweatshirts, whatever, at www.garageboozing.net. And don't forget to subscribe to us on all of your favorite podcast platforms, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Pandora, whatever it is, we're there, as well as YouTube. And 
Of course, don't forget to follow us on all of your favorite social media platforms at Garage Boozing. So thank you guys for tuning in for another episode of the Garage Boozing Podcast. And yeah, I'll see you nerds next Tuesday.